Welcome, boys and girls, children of all ages, uh, and the rest of you. I can't even think of a word this week. I don't have one. It's been a short week for me. There's been a lot going on. People who think the coronavirus is actually related to corona. I don't all right, fine. You know what? There's uh, Dave calling out the dummies out there. That's right. Uh, with, a, with a squeeze of lime. Here we go. It is <laughs> Eat Sleep go. Podcast, repeat, ESPR, for short, FM99, and the Fox's first and only wrestling podcast. And uh, you can find us lots of different ways, FM99.com and 1069thefox.com. If you would like to hear myself, Sean Hood, and that Mr. Dave Taylor. That's right. Enjoy uh, your Coronas. Each and every week. That's They're not sponsoring the show, God. by the way. So I, have, point that out. I have Modelo virus. <laughs> um, in any event... Uh, we are, uh, you can find us on the websites, like I said, uh, right there under the media tab, ESPR, links you to our most recent episode, or you can find us on all your major podcasting apps, just search ESPR Wrestling, this is episode 132, and it is, uh, I, this is, this is the, this is what rumbles when worlds collide, I don't know, yeah, yeah. this is what happens when worlds rumble, I don't know, whatever yeah. we're going to call it, but uh, we are going to be reviewing worlds collide and the Royal Rumble, so lots going on this week. Uh, and I know it's, it seems kind of WWE heavy lately. Yeah. That's because really, I mean, you had these two big shows. AEW is just kind of kind of doing their weekly thing, which is fine. But as they build towards their pep, their pay-per-view, Revolution, I think is the name. And uh, trust me, we'll, we'll, be, we'll be big on that when, when the time comes. And, and Revolution, yeah, coming up the end of February. Yeah, so trust me, as that builds towards, we're going to be focusing a lot on that and everything coming with that. So... This week, though, it is time. We will dive right into the first one, and that is our Saturday night show, which was Worlds, Worlds Collide. Collide. Like how we did that together? Get it? Worlds Collide. Anyway. We didn't even plan that. No, we didn't. It was <laughs> chemistry, Dave, is what that is. And uh, so Worlds Collide. Dave, do you have the card over there? Yeah. Uh, run through quickly the pre-show. Kaylee uh, Ray uh, defeating Mia Yim. Uh, which Kaylee, I think, needed the win from um, bounce back from the other show. Uh, so we'll go to the yeah, main. Yeah, uh, agreed. And I mean, there were, again, there was really no reason for Kaylee not to win. No, no. So. Uh, then we go main show. Uh, this one, I think, surprised me maybe with the result, but I think he needed the win. Finn Balor defeating a, a, a Eli- not Elijah, uh, Dragunov. We went through this last week. But, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, Finn Balor. Ilya. Ilya, that's right. Thank you. Ilya Dragunov and Finn Balor. Yeah. Um, you could definitely tell that the crowd wasn't as familiar with Ilya uh, because when he came out, there was literally dead silence. <laughs> yeah. uh, they won the crowd over during the match. I enjoy Finn Balor as a heel. I really enjoy him as a heel. He's getting to be more aggressive, which I like. He needs um, that. Yes, he absolutely does. He's playing the character very well, and he picks up the win, which he should. Yeah, the 1916 DDT, that's what they call it? Yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah. You, okay. You've never heard that before? No, I because well, I always pay attention to everything else that he did with his, you know, his uh, uh the coup de gras or whatever from the top rope and all that stuff. So. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, I think it was uh, 1916 is the Easter re- the Easter Rebellion in Ireland. Ah, okay. So there's the reference gotcha. there. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, but yeah, so I mean, obviously, you know, he's from Ireland, so yeah, well, there's sense. the connection. Yeah. yeah. Um, but just in case anybody else out there didn't know, I wanted to make sure <laughs> that there was, people understood there's a reason they didn't just randomly name it the 1916. Well, I, yeah, yeah, but it just. Yeah. Um, in go. any event, okay, next match. We're getting history education here, too. How about this? That's what we do. Yeah, the fatal four-way match for the NXT Cruiserweight Championship, which is where we're not calling it the 205 Live Championship, but uh, new champion. Uh, we didn't think there yes. was going to be one. <laughs> we didn't think there was going to be one, and out of nowhere, we get a new champion. Yeah. Uh, yeah. In the form of uh, Finn Balor Light. Yes, yeah, another guy from Ireland, uh, Jordan uh, uh, Devlin. Yeah, who, I mean, winner. really, when I first saw him, I saw him in the Cruiserweight Classic way back when. I think it was the Cruiserweight Classic was the first time I saw him. Maybe it was the UK tournament? He's uh, He was in... Um, was he in the Cruiserweight Classic? 
Uh, that's what I'm looking here. He's uh, featured in some of the shows. He's uh, on UK, he was in, obviously. He, he was but... in the UK championship tournament. Okay, so. so that's what he was in. Yeah. Um, he strikes me as Finn Balor light. His his whole look. He's changed him. Exactly. And that's part of the problem for me is like, man, you really need to separate yourself from him. Uh, I think he has done a little bit of that now. And it's helping him out. He had um, everybody looked good in this match. It was some some really high flying crazy stuff, uh, but everybody looked good. It wasn't it, nobody looked badly. I will say this: uh, Isaiah Swerve Scott, I I need him. To, he needs the big win somewhere. I feel like yeah. he hasn't gotten one that's made me stand up and take notice of him. He always goes out there and he's impressive, but. I never feel like he quite gets over the hump. Yeah, two things. Jordan could be like uh, Finn Balor's like younger brother. Yeah, uh, four ways, like. I, you, you, sometimes they work, but I, I think, like in the case like this, when you got, I mean, when it's you know four of the same kind of guy in the match, it it, it almost like becomes like too much, like right. to me. I mean, it's different. Like when you got like, and I'm not like just throwing the name out there, but when you have like a Kane or you have a a guy that's just a big guy, where there could be some great double teaming stuff, some stuff going on. You know, I just don't always want to see you know like the Tower of Doom or. You know, twenty suicide dives you know, from these guys in the match. Sometimes right. I don't mind a mismatch where there could be some, you know, some great double teaming or something like that going on. So uh, next match with the uh, tag team match, which uh, the reuniting for no reason uh, DIY uh, really good match Mustache Mountain, which really uh, good match. Which again, you knew that DIY was going to win. Yeah, which they did. <laughs> Why are we going to put them together? Um, a fantastic match. I mean, not quite reaching the heights of some of these two teams' other matches, but yeah. just a fantastic match in the match of the night to that point. Um, which, I mean, I had no doubt was going to happen looking at the guys in the ring. Yeah, but we, we did correctly predict, uh, if you want to go back, to, uh, that Trent Seven was going to be the guy that was going to Of course. <laughs> of course he was, though. Like, it was obvious that that was going to be the Yeah, guys. yeah, which is sorry for him because, I mean, as great as that team is, he's, he's, it's, he's the odd man out. He's the odd yeah. man out, yeah. So. Uh, another match uh, had some buzz, and I, I think is a – I think it's going to be somebody's year. Uh, the NXT uh, Championship, uh, mm. Rhea Ripley defeating Tony Storm. And Tony is no slouch, obviously, because she's beaten Rhea, uh, Rhea in the past. Right. But Rhea retaining. and Yeah, uh, and, and it was a good match, but not as good as their previous ones. And I, I really feel like they suffered a little bit coming right after that tag match. Yeah. Um, there wasn't much of a come down for them. You know what I yeah. mean? So. Yeah. Uh, and then the uh, last match of the oh. night. <laughs> Don't forget Mako. The main event. Of the evening. Okay. Get a little brief. I, I did it last week. I, I kind of messed with some levels. Uh, so you had uh, Imperium <laughs> with Walter uh, and uh, the other guys uh, taking on the Undisputed Era. Early it, early in the match, Alexander Wolf gets hurt, um, which was a legitimate injury. Uh, oh, that's yeah, because the refs, yeah. Yeah, he got, he got legitimately right, like KO'd. And he came online later, uh, like the next day or something like that, and was saying that he was okay. And it was his own fault that it happened. He wasn't blaming anybody. And but I got to tell you, the three on four thing, it worked to a degree because people wanted Walter. Like they love Walter anyway. Yeah. It gave Imperium the fighting from. It's two heel factions, so it's hard to get sympathy for either one and get the fans behind either one. But when it became three on four, all of a sudden there's built in sympathy. It wasn't. It was by accident. Yeah. But it, it worked out in their favor, and Walter looked like a freaking beast through this match. Adam Cole looked good, too. Uh, Roderick Strong looked really good. I felt like there was just a lot of really good showings in this match. Some really good intensity and the right team winning with uh, with um, help me. 
uh, Walter picking up the win. Yeah, yeah. Well, but this is the match that we talked about that like they needed the win. Absolutely. More, more than on the disputed era. Walter needed a good showing considering that, uh, you know, and I was worried that, like, he was going to come out, like, during the rumble and I was like, no, 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 no. Yeah, no, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, he needed that, you know, and, and I will give the referee credit uh, because cause there's times where, um, you know, somebody gets hurt. Um, and we, and I, I do have a thought about that in one of the rumble matches where, um, you know, they don't take, like, immediate action. Actually, two instances in the rumbles, uh, one where they did and one where, they didn't right away, right? But um, but I, I will give them you know credit for that for the referee for for doing that and and getting that guy out of there to prevent uh, anything else going. Yeah, on. they were good about that. That's happened a couple times in the, in the, over the last week, and we'll talk about that because um, it happened on Monday Night Raw as well. We'll talk about that a little later. Uh, so that's it. Worlds collide. I mean, it was a fantastic show. It was, it was yeah. an NXT level show. If, yeah, you're, if yeah. you're used to seeing these kind of shows, then go watch it because it was fantastic. It, it is no real storylines, but but it kind of like the this... only one was the main event. Yeah, yeah, and to me, that's the only thing that really hurt the show was the lack of storylines. Um, it, it was it was almost kind of like when AEW did like all in. Yeah, like you know what I mean. Matches, but there's no. It was, yeah, there was yeah. really nothing behind most of them. It was just matches. Um, and I know some of them did. They built up some stuff online, but. It, it, it was enjoyable. If you just like watching wrestling, go in and watch it. It's a good show. So that's it for this. We're going to take a quick break, and when we get back, we will tackle the Royal Rumble. So stick around. Comments? Questions? You can always reach out to the Eat Sleep Podcast Repeat crew by emailing them at ESPR at FM99.com. And we're back, and it is time here on Eat Sleep Podcast Repeat for us to dive into the Royal Rumble. Which I, I don't know why I do that voice, but in any event, uh, I've been trying to figure here. that out for the last couple of years. I'm <laughs> always iffy about the voice, or about the voice, the, the show, Royal Rumble. Yeah. Because a lot of times they just hope for the Rumble to sell itself, which they kind of did this year. There wasn't a lot going into this. They hyped really well as far as they, they didn't even hype the Rumble matches that well. Well, well, what they did with, well, Brock, because you knew he's coming out number but one. It was, it was hyping Brock, not so much the yeah, Rumble. Yeah. And then on top of that, like the women's match had no hype to it. The women's Rumble no, match, there was no, zero dude. hype going no. in. So I was concerned about that because a lot of the singles matches didn't have a ton of hype either. The, no, the other matches, uh, other than the Becky and Bray match. Um, you mean, yeah, yeah, exactly. Their matches. Yep. Yeah. Uh, okay, I will say this before we get into the Rumbles. Um, okay, is it better or is it worse not knowing? Like, who's all going to be in the match? Because for the women's match, they only announced five. And for the men's match, they announced a bunch of names. Those guys were not even in the match. Some of them, yeah, weren't even in the match. Yeah. I think it's, I think to a degree, I think it's good and bad. Because I think that if you leave a lot of open spots, people are like, ooh, these op- all these open spots, it could be all these crazy people. But then if you fill it with jobbers, you know, and I'm not, try- I'm not using that term as a pejorative. I'm just using it as, I mean, the lower end guys on the card, people, you know, performers. If you fill it with people on the lower end of the card, then it was a negative because people are hoping you're going to give them surprises and you're giving – if at least we know that 20 people are going to be in the match and there's 10 slots or 5 slots or whatever you know you leave open that are open, there's a better chance of surprise in those. Yeah. You know? Right. So, I don't know. It just hits hit or miss. It really depends every year on what they end up giving you as yeah, far as yeah. you know those spots. All right. So we'll, we'll sit on that for a second. We'll, we'll, we'll come back to that. So we're gonna yeah. kind of plant that seed. So yeah. Um, so first uh, with the pre-show, uh, Sheamus versus Shorty G. No surprise. The match was fine, but it was Shorty yeah. G still an awful gimmick, and and yeah. Sheamus wins. Duh. Yeah. So uh, match, it, match was good though. Yeah. Okay. This match, which had um, a following up on Raw mm-hmm. with uh, Andrade retaining his uh, uh, United States Championship against, they Alberto had a good Carrillo. match as well. 
Um, I will say it took me a little while to realize how much the um, like the, the the venue was going to affect the crowd noise. Yeah, you know what I mean because it really did. It affected the crowd noise big time because you couldn't hear them sometimes, even though they were clearly being active. Yeah, it's you know that big open space. You know it happens. Um, is what it is. The match was fine. The match was good. I don't want to say fine. The match was good. Yeah. Uh, I j- I still think the fans need a little bit longer to really buy into hum- Umberto. Well, I I think part of it is um, I mean he's only been there for let's say a couple of weeks, but he had the thing with AJ or whatever else. But yeah. like he doesn't doesn't cut promos, which is tough. Yeah. And and then the other thing is uh, you know he he is good, but he hasn't like had that like big win where you could take him seriously. Yeah. You know, he hasn't beaten somebody where like, oh my gosh, well, like on his own or whatever else. Uh, just to fast forward with him, since it's part of what happened on Raw, yeah, uh, with the, you know, with, where he, he took out uh, Andrade with the hammerlock you know, hammer DDT, DDT, what he yeah. did to him, yeah. So, and then we find out afterwards, Andrade's got the thirty day wellness suspension, keeping the title though, yeah. Um, for now, you know, for now, as long if it since it's just the thirty day, I can see yeah. that. I I'm I'm not surprised. Had it been longer, I think you would have lost the title. Yeah, cause, obviously. Yeah, because because ob- you know because I mean obviously they're high on Carrillo because he's getting these high profile matches, mm-hmm. uh, but obviously they're pretty high on Andrade too. They may be slightly less when he comes back. <laughs> yeah. you, never, you never know. It's going to depend. I mean, there's a lot of factors there. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Bummer that that happened. Um, hopefully he learns his lesson this time, and we don't have a repeat of this where he's gone longer. Yeah. So. And I guess as far as we know, Charlotte clean. So hopefully, <laughs> we're gonna hope because yeah. hopefully, <laughs> in any event. Yeah. So, uh, so, yeah. So the real show starts. It's a Falls Count Anywhere match with Roman Reigns and King Corbin, and it wasn't bad. No, I mean it was you, long. The Falls Count Anywhere match is always, you know, it's funny. I I see people complain about them very frequently. And when they do, I always kind of laugh because it's like, well, what do you expect it to be? Yeah, it's going like, to be a mess. I've always hated the Falls Count Anywhere stipulation because they are a mess because they're all over the place. It's very little actual wrestling. It's a lot of punching and kicking until we get to the next point where we've got some kind of thing we want to do. Waiting for the big spot. Yeah, the big spot. and it's a lot of punching and kicking until you get there. Roman matches are punching and kicking by design most of the time. <laughs> True. So it doesn't really stand out that much. Um, but that being said, you still manage to work in like – 14 Superman punches. I don't know what yeah. it was. It was stupid. I, I was, but again, the match, where they kept it entertaining. Um, they used the the addition of Ziggler and Rude at the right time. Yeah. They used the addition of the, the Usos at the right time. Um, and, and, you know, I could have done without the porta potty spot. Okay. Now, I will say this. Two things with the porta potty. One, they, I don't think they even called it the porta potty. I no, think they I called it the structure. It, yeah. Oh, he's in the structure. Uh, two, somebody should have come out of there. Like when they open it up. Oh, dude! Like, when when they flipped it, no. My beef is this: you flipped the porta oh, potty, the and there's nothing in on him yeah, at all. Yeah. Like what blue? Give me blue liquid. That's yeah, all I need. That yeah. stuff they keep in the bottom of those things. Yeah. I get that you're not going to flip actual human excrement over on him, but could you at least put some blue liquid in there yeah, so when he comes yeah. out, he's covered in blue liquid? And I mean, like, come on. Yeah, <sighs> but but I mean, like somebody should have come out like when they like first get to the next one. Like somebody should have been using it. Yeah, you know, not which like, would have been funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah but know. I just you, you're killing me when you, you expect me to believe there was nothing inside of a porta potty. Yeah, because Kevin Owens, I think, went over one with, from Braun Strowman. He was covered in blue. That was yeah. just last year. Exactly. So it's not like we can't do it. But okay, and the other thing is the most random spots to put porta potties. 
very random because nobody's <laughs> going there. No. Um, that no. was – but, I mean, again, it was fine. The finish um, on the dugout, you know. was okay. I mean, I get it. They were on a narrow space. They have to kind of make it work right there. But, but, it, but it's in front of the crowd. I mean, it's, yeah. you know – I mean, that part, I was, that part was kind of – That cool. was better than him finishing it, like, on the concrete floor down in front of a barricade yeah, where people yeah. couldn't see. I mean, I, I agree. I, I, I will say this because you and I have been a different – you know, uh, shows and and it's when they have these kind of brawls around the ring. Yeah, it's really tough. I mean, you can watch them on the screen. That's not the same. But it, it's not the you same. You didn't come to watch it on the screen. Yeah, you yeah. came to see it live because because it's hard to follow. If you're in the yeah. other you know end of the venue and you're like, I can't see anything. I mean, it's hard enough when somebody's outside the ring and there's stuff going on that you can't see. Yeah. So, but again, right. match was match was good, and it was yeah. it was a good way to start it off. It was a good yeah. brawl. Yeah, uh, they did a very nice uh, tribute to Kobe Bryant. Uh, yes, which was nice as well. Yes, um, and 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 everybody that was involved in that day. It's a tragic day. Absolutely. Uh, next match was the the women's uh, Royal Rumble match. Yes, the women's Royal Rumble match, which we only had what five people. Five people for that? were announced. It was yeah. like uh, uh, Alexa Bliss and Charlotte. Uh, Nikki, Charlotte, uh, and I think it was like um, one more. I can't. Uh, the, the one girl that lasted like twenty seconds. Sarah Logan. Sarah Logan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know what they're doing with Sarah Logan. She has been a non-factor for so long, and they keep putting her in things, and she she ends up looking like a bum. Yeah. And yeah. Not, not by her own fault, just no, the way she's no. being booked. No, it's worth And I don't get it because I like her. I think there's potential there, but... It, it, she's a likable person. In the yeah. Ring, the, uh, the, Royal, or the Battle Royal last year, Mania, where she almost won, and the Carmella came in and like... I really feel like there's more money in Sarah Logan as a lovable baby face than there is as this so-called like tough mountain heel or something, like whatever she's supposed to be. Yeah. Now, like, now I guess they're leaning more Viking level with her. But I mean... Even that, she's she's likable. Like she's yeah. a, and like when you see her, like if you watch any other stuff, when the three of them and the Riot Squad were together, and you watch any other stuff, she's kind of dorky. She's funny. She's a she's sweet. Yeah. Like there's there's I, for me, it works way better to portray that side of her. I don't buy her as this this badass Viking chick. Yeah. And I don't mean that like she's not a badass. It's just the persona doesn't work. But it but doesn't I, come naturally. Yeah. But but I think if she was a face. And it's weird that we're starting the rumble talking about her, but it, it's weird that yeah. like for her, like like you do want to like her, you just yeah. kind you kind of feel like bad because in that squad, agree, you know, which is really weird because like no offense to Liv Morgan, whatever's going on with um you know you know that, but I mean what I guess she's featured. That's yeah, something. hey, she, yeah, and she won a match. On she won Monday a match Raw, on Monday. So. She beat she beat Lana, so, so she that. probably won a match. Uh, but, Ruby uh, right back, please. Yeah, uh, but Alexa and, and Bianca starting the match. Uh, Bianca Belair. Bianca um, was the MVP of that match. Yeah, she looked fantastic throughout yeah. that thing. She had a great showing. You can tell how how much they like her. Yeah, yeah. Through, throughout that thing, she looked great. Yeah. Um. And by the way, can we talk about the NXT wrestlers in here? Because nope. a lot of them, <laughs> yeah. uh, like I don't know if it's like, well, we're just going to put you in because we're going to put you in, and it's like, like they didn't know what to do with some of them because like the timing of some because uh, was it. Um, because like Tegan Knox was in like when like but not when um yeah that was know, weird I'm, I'm a little Kai disappointed they weren't in at the same time that could have been a mistake on somebody's part or it could have been by design maybe we keep them apart because we got their match that we're gonna blow off on Wednesday yeah let's keep them away from each other I, 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 till there, then there could be some of that I don't know it could be whatever it, it's some of that was a little odd um but it didn't affect me too much watching it I thought I enjoyed seeing the NXT girls even some of the ones that people aren't more familiar with because to me now that. NXT is on television. You need to be familiarizing the whole audience with yeah. these women. Yeah, so I like that. Uh, you know, I mean, but like Chelsea Green in there. But like, I mean, well, some, that's good. I'm glad know, she was in there. Four yeah. seconds. I mean, she had a limit. But there somebody. are people that need Chelsea Green. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of what she does. There's people that need to be. 
yeah, to be well, that. Well, you know? Yeah, who, who worked a double. I mean, you know, Candice LeRae. Uh, it was nice to nice see uh, Mercedes Martinez. Although that was so cool, you know, nobody really knew. But it's like, oh, there's a lot of history here with this yeah. woman, and yeah, that, that was and so stuff. cool. Um, she, you know, and she looked tough too. Uh, Molly Holly looked great. I thought she got okay. Here's one of the injury things. I thought she like took like the move. I think it was like after maybe Nikki came in that right. like, she kind of got like banged up a little bit, where she kind of seemed, seemed fine when they talked to her bit. afterwards. So she did an interview afterwards. She seemed fine. Okay, all right. Um, but I enjoyed her. I thought she looked good. Yeah. I thought uh, Kelly Kelly. You know, she. I mean, isn't a great performer. You know, she's never been a great wrestler. She, she does the but she, she looked good. Does. You know, yeah. she 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 filled her role well. She. Um, <laughs> there was somebody who was it? Was it Kelly? I don't remember who it was. Somebody, I think, clocked Mercedes on accident. Like she was on the outside of the ropes, and she swings in at Mercedes, and I think she hit Mercedes and actually caught her. Oh. Like real quick, and you saw Mercedes. <laughs> I think again. I'm, I got to go back and watch it was now. It like Mandy it or Sonia or La... I think it was. I don't know who. It might have been Mandy or Liv Morgan or not. La, I mean, Atlanta, Lana or somebody. Yeah, but whoever it was, I remember they turned around and got the crap knocked out of them. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh well, there's the payback. Yeah. Um. In any event, I thought the women's rumble went over well. I thought it was the best of the women's rumble so far overall. Absolutely the best. Um. Uh, the best. Uh, spot. Wrong winner. Talk. Um, yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh. Before we get to, oh yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that. And then we'll go well, back. Naomi, to Naomi coming out was nice. That was a nice surprise seeing her back in there. That was good. Well, was it wasn't dramatic though. Like I mean, her her, getting back in the ring. Yeah, no, because it took too long. It took too long. Yeah, it's like yeah, if you give me enough time to figure out how to get in the ring, yeah. sure, I can figure out a way to get back in. But for me, it was it, it, there. There should have been a little more urgency to it. Like it, like one of the women who was already out should have been trying to like come out and trip her or something. Yeah, like, you know yeah. what I mean to get her to fall. Something because. There was nothing. She was just like, okay, I'm going to hang yeah. on to this first. I'm going to climb up here and shimmy across here. Yeah. I'm going to step over on a table. I'm going to stand here for 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm going to yeah, put this a, thing to walk yeah, across. Like, uh, and I'm like, walk across? I've seen you make that jump before. Yeah, yeah. Like, since when is that? I kept in my head, my heart. I kind of hoped that the thing was going to break while she was walking yeah, across yeah, it and yeah. she'd fall and hit the floor. That would have been a good payoff. I would have been like, oh, because like, that would have been funny at least. But this, yeah. I was like, really? That was... And then she got eliminated immediately after yeah, that. Yeah. Let's see what happens when they come back in like Kofi. But uh, it's just, it was a bummer. Uh, okay, the the thing with uh, Mandy Rose yeah. and, uh, and uh, Otis. Oh, my God, so much fun. <laughs> when that happened, I geeked so hard when that happened. Because when, when she fell, because like, obviously yes. you didn't know he's there, it's like, like did she like was she supposed to fall because it happened yeah. so slow because you didn't know what was going on yeah and and, and then, then the camera know. shows Otis yeah. over there and I was like this is the <laughs> best thing ever I love Otis I think he's wildly entertaining there is absolutely room for the goofiness in wrestling Ugh. I just think the right people need to be doing it and it needs to be limited and, and, and the crowd ate it up ate it up it, if we don't eventually get a Mandy and Otis romance then what is this all for yeah. why are we even watching and, and they finally have gone back to uh Sonia um and and you know like the like she's like you know slowly like yeah, kind of yeah. becoming like hey you know wait a minute here like jealous of all this that is going on yeah so uh so uh, because uh but um because you know when she got eliminated the Mandy got knocked out mm-hmm. but 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 they're doing a heck of a job with that yeah agree um Shayna Baszler coming out and just kicking butt. I mean, um, and, and you're right. Okay, so yes, Charlotte wins the Rumble. Um, she, you know, Shayna takes out eight people. But when Charlotte was on the outside, when Shayna came in, I was like, okay, well, that's probably your final two right there because right. you know, she did the thing. And I'm sorry, absolute wrong winner. Somebody said in the comments uh, on my my page, uh, they were like, well, Charlotte deserves it. And I'm like, no, Char-, they're like, it, it, Charlotte has had her time. 
And I mean, she's still at the top. Even not winning this, she'd still be considered the top woman like wrestler they have. You know what I mean? Not necessarily the most popular, but like just as far as her in-ring ability. And this, everybody would still point to Charlotte and say she's the top of the mountain. You didn't need to give her the Royal Rumble victory because now, now it sets up a boring match. I don't want to see her against Bailey, and I don't want, I really don't want to see her against Becky at all. I think she's gonna. Here's one of the things we're gonna talk about because she came out and made yes. thing has. I haven't made up my mind yet. I think she's gonna fight Rhea Ripley. That's what I've seen pitched around, but they need to come up with a reason for that. They do. They do. The only reason, the only thing I can think of, okay. Maybe Charlotte says this because they don't call it the NXT Women's Championship anymore. It's the NXT World Championship. Maybe she makes a case for that. Be like, you know, this this belt, you know, is no longer held by the stigma of blah 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 blah. It's the it's a World Championship because, and I want to hold it. You know, it's it's. I could see the case being made. I won't believe it till it happens though. But I I I, I want it to happen so bad. I would take if that's the match. I'm fine with it. I it would be great. And, you, yes. and do you want to talk about putting a, a rocket on the back of Rhea Ripley? Yeah, from from where she's come from, which is you know like we we knew there's potential. Yeah, and, and they're they're you know do it now. What they should do is have Charlotte reveal who she's gonna face, and the other two are like you know what the or even if it's just Becky out there on yeah. Raw being like, well wait what? Like she's shocked that she didn't pick her, and then I'd have Shayna attack Becky and set up Shayna Baszler and Becky at WrestleMania. You know, it's and we all thought even Ronda tweeted like, "Oh, y'all thought I was coming back, didn't you?" Yeah. Um, I still think the better match. And oh, I, it's one hundred percent Ronda. Yeah, one hundred percent because you have to. You have nine weeks. Yeah. To get Shayna in, in a spot where people, I mean, you know, are, are not, and because people know she's legit, but you need to get the other fans over. Well, you yeah, but I don't the think they'll have over. a problem with that after the showing she had leading up to Survivor Series and then at Survivor Series. I don't think they'll have a hard time portraying her as yeah, a threat. And at the Rumble, I mean, she cleaned yeah. house, you know, I think that's easy to people. do if you let Triple H and the people who handle her in NXT handle her. Because that's the then key. I think you have a, 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 that's money right there. Yeah. Um, but we'll see how that happens. Um, Either way, good Rumble, wrong winner. Yeah. Uh, one other thing with the Rumble is, uh, is I thought Beth Phoenix looked great. Mm-hmm. And and then. That we, injury to the back of her head. Yeah. Yeah. Because I saw at one point where she was up on the top rope. And the ref came, and I thought like the ref was telling her something like, "Hey, you got to do a spot here, or whatever." Right. Um, and then I saw it's like, "Holy crap!" And she's she was gushing pretty good. I don't and know where it happened. Thought, uh, there was a spot where she was kind of up on the top turnbuckle, and like I can't remember who it was. Somebody was hitting her, and she was like leaning way back when she got hit. And one of the times when she did that, her head cracked the post behind ah, her, the, okay. the light up thing. Yeah, you could hear it going back. You can hear it happen. Okay, and it's it's ugly. So, but I'm glad for her that she uh, seemed to be okay and able to work through it because you know she wanted to. By the way, I know some people hated it. I freaking loved the Santina bit. Yeah, it, you know it when was. Santina it was came fine. out. Yeah. First of all, Santina didn't eliminate anybody. No, no. Santina didn't like. Didn't all Santina did was come out, get mean mugged by Beth Phoenix and and Natalia. I loved when he pulled out the python. Yeah, the, yeah, the, the, cobra. the cobra. That's the what cobra. it was. Yeah. Pulls out the cobra. And he, yeah. uh, not her, not her, and fine. He does to himself and throws stuff. Dude, I lost and I laughed so hard when that happened. It, it, I had friends over who don't really watch wrestling, and they were laughing. They thought it was hysterical. Like, I mean, that's, again, small doses. The match wasn't full of it. Yeah. L- small doses. You had the Mandy Rose thing. You had um, the, the, the Santina thing. Yeah. And really, uh, that was, was it for Goofy. Yeah, it, it was kept short and sweet. The pacing was great. Yes, uh, ninety seconds is what or whatever. I know it's not always ninety seconds is what they say. Yeah, but because they have to get their story in, but it worked yeah. out. So, so we followed that great match. 
And then you have, um, and I don't want to call the dud, but uh, ba- ba- Bailey defeating uh, Lacey Evans for the What's SmackDown What's funny title. is I feel like it's it's the best heel Bailey match we've had so far. Yeah. I also feel like it's Lacey Evans' best match so far. And A, you suffered for two reasons. One, you're coming down from a Rumble match. Yeah. And two, people just don't care about this match. No, that, that that's the problem because it was good. I, I like the ending because it, yeah. it kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which is fine. I know somebody. There's a different match where somebody complained about that in their Facebook page about that. But uh, you kind of need that where you know because if you're not beating somebody with your finisher, right. I think that's okay because that to me says well the feud's not quite over yet because it wasn't definitive. Right. Um, but here's the thing: is if um, you know Charlotte's going to Rhea and we got Shane and Becky, I, I don't know who Bailey has that. I mean, unless it's Sasha and we because Sasha's not in the Rumble, she's hurt. Yeah, it's um, an ankle injury or something. But, you know, uh, but, I mean. You know, and everybody's clamoring. The sad for part her, is, but... I don't care who she faces at this point. I mean, unless unless it's Sasha, I don't know. And yeah. even then, I don't really care because I didn't want to ever see them here together again either. <laughs> um, but it is what it is, I suppose. We'll find out. But so yeah. uh, again, the match was the match was 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 good, but it yeah. wasn't great, and you suffered from being after the Rumble. Yeah, and it's always weird when they have like their family involved because I thought even with like AJ Styles and his wife. Oh, and kids. it's funny because one of my friends said, "Oh, her daughter's there; she's going to win." And I said, uh, "You clearly don't watch enough wrestling because." <laughs> Daughter being there means she's probably losing. Yeah. Yeah. I did. I got to tell you, though, there's one part in scene in there that was a little, a little tugging at the heartstrings when Bailey was wailing on her on the outside. Yeah. And the little girl reaches over and grabs onto yeah, Lacey's yeah, arm. Like, yeah. And she's trying to hold <laughs> on to her. And I'm like, oh, no, the poor kid. This is trauma happening. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. in any event. Uh, the next match for the Universal Championship, and, and probably one of the better strat matches we've ever seen. Oh my god, it might have been one of the better, like like overall, like yeah. ever. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 the best fiend match we've had so far. Oh, best best fiend match by far. Yeah, um, and Daniel Bryan, uh, great as always. I you mean, know. absolutely. But I mean, they've done the right thing. First of all, the red lighting was gone. Yeah, thank, thank you. God. Thank you. I think one of two things happened here. One, they realized it was dumb. Probably, but probably not that. What probably happened is that they realized, hey, we. Can't really make this work in big ninety thousand, you know, yeah, seat arenas yeah, outdoors and, and whatnot. Yeah. yeah, I don't think we can make the red lights look good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So I don't know, maybe. But the welts on uh, Daniel Bryan. But then that's another thing. They want to show the welts. You can't do that on the red. No, light. you can't. No, so I think no, they finally made the right yeah, call. You can't sell that kind of match with but that. But what they need to do is now that it's gone, it's gone. Yeah. Don't ever bring it back. It's stupid. Yes. Um, if you want to use it for some of the segments, fine. Don't ever put it in the matches. I mean, I hated it when Kane had it. Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. and, and, then, and then it was just like, but yeah, I can't see a damn thing. You yeah, know, <laughs> I didn't like it. I didn't like it. It's it's. But anyway, the match was very good. Yes. It was brutal. They pulled way back on the horror movie aspects of his character. Um, he was. They used him at the right moments. It's like we said about Undertaker. He has these moments, but they're not. It's not over. It's not overloaded in the match. Well, and I like later in the match when when Dan you know when Daniel gets that look of why well, I just gave you my best yeah and I, and then I'm smacking you and, and I'm like and there's no effect yeah oh that but was... I will say and Daniel Bryan they, they pulled again pulled way back on the, the 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 part of the fiend because Daniel Bryan got to kick out of his sister Abigail yeah and he got to fight out of a mandible claw at one point so which has not happened thus far no no so I mean it's it's they, they pulled way back and made it way more believable storytelling yeah which. I thoroughly enjoy. I saw somebody say this the other day. They said they like Wyatt because he's a manipulator and a mind games guy. They don't like him because he's a super villain in a comic book. You know what I mean? Like they don't want the over the top theatrics and magic yeah. and you know, like that. You lose people when that happens. And while I think sometimes it can work, I think he's right to a degree. People enjoy the mind games. People enjoy the. That's not 
over the, he doesn't have to be a super movie, you know, a super villain yeah, at that point. Yeah. You know, he, he can still be a normal guy. Uh, he's just an insane person. But regardless, they did a great job with this match. Fantastic. And again, the right guy wins. And somebody complaining about the finish came out of nowhere, but that you kind of need that, like, you know, the whole that he's going to try to fight it. And then, yeah. he, you know, he got in there twice and couldn't get out the second time. I'm, I'm fine with that. I am too. Yeah. Yeah. I, for me, I'm good with endings that come out of nowhere. It's funny because we praise the RKO out of nowhere, but we yeah. you know, other things were like, "Oh, it came out of nowhere. That's stupid." <laughs> I'm fine with that in nowhere sometimes because you know what? I don't always need it telegraphed. One of the things I've always said is they need more flash endings, yeah. like in, like when you watch MMA and somebody one punch just puts the dude down at it all of a sudden. And I mean, think about the drama. Oh my god! You know, it's over. You yeah, know? it's yeah. like you do it. You do it sometimes to make it obvious that this can happen. Brock Goldberg the first time. Yes, right? well, exactly. Actually, the first time when Bill. Came I know back. what you meant. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, the, the second time. Right? Yeah. 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 Uh, next match, uh, I thought pretty solid match. You had Becky Lynch defeating Asuka. A very, very, so, very solid match. Yeah, uh, they yeah. had a very good match. Again, I think the only thing it suffered from is nobody really believed Asuka was going to win. Yeah. And that was it. But, but I did like, and I kind of figured, okay, at some point the uh, the mist is, is going to come back or whatever. Because I thought one of two things was going to happen. Either she was going to hit like Kiari Sane, and maybe you know, Kiari was going to, you know, pit. Oscar or whatever by accident, you know, or whatever. But it, but it wasn't that way. But they didn't do that, which is even better because it wasn't fluky. Gotcha. So, uh, but you know, but the like, but uh, Becky kicking Oscar at that moment, and then you know, like, and I thought they did a good job afterwards when you get a close up of Oscar's face and you see, yeah, the mist on, on everything. Yeah. I do have a my only it's a it's a nitpick is Becky does a spinning kick to the stomach and that makes Oscar swing her head back. I'm like, I don't know about you. When I get kicked in the stomach, I double over. <laughs> yeah. So it's a little weird, but again, I, I'm not. That's that's picky. That's yeah, really, yeah. really looking yeah, for things to pick got, about. Yeah. But I mean, it's it was totally fine. The only thing I didn't like about the match, yeah, was when the, uh, when Oscar kicked Becky, and then Ruff was checking on her, mm-hmm. and I'm thinking at that point, well, no, because she could probably pin her. I know occasionally happens in the matches, but like, you know, then he goes to stop the match, and Becky stops him. I don't think we needed that. Right. You know, I think Becky hulked up or whatever. That's what she does. But um, <laughs> but like we didn't need that moment. She like up. before. <laughs> yeah. So, but I, I just thought that um, other night it was a good match. Agreed. Agreed. So and then there's uh, oh there's, oh I'm sorry. Is there one? Is there one more? Yeah. Oh. <clears throat> I feel like you know, like when I tell you the, the echo, I feel like Kennedy waiting for the mic. The main event of the evening. The thirty men over the top rope. Royal Rumble match. There you go. With Brock Lesnar as the first entrant. Um, you know, it's funny. as I, I've seen this described this way by a few people now. It was essentially two different Rumbles. Yeah. Is what it was. And I loved both of them. Dude, um, Brock Lesnar, by the way, for those who complained, um, go watch this and just be quiet. Like I, so you, <laughs> I, I understand that you don't like some of the roster being fed to him. Right? I get that. I understand what you're saying. But Brock has been built as an unstoppable monster to this point. So why would it be believed that every you know anybody in the the company would essentially, with the exception of a couple of people, be a problem for him? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so we're just going to quickly run through the list, and because yeah. some we didn't have a problem with, some we did. Uh, Elias. Fine. Fine. I loved that Brock just went after him yeah. at a certain point. He was just like, screw it. Yeah. What's funny is if you go back and watch it, when Brock's sliding out of the ring, he trips. <laughs> and he's really mad about it. So he he takes that out on Elias because he's really angry. He just embarrassed himself. I hit him with the wrong part of the guitar, too. He did. 
But in any event, I thought it was great. Uh, Eric Rowan probably didn't need to be in that spot if they're trying to do probably something Probably not. It's just, I mean, but he's still working low-end guys in the car yeah. and whatnot, so I'm not too torn up about it. And again, it's not like he got it's not like he got decimated. He just he got clotheslined over the top rope. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's not like he picked him up an F5 and threw him. And he's the same guy that also lost to The Rock in five seconds. Exactly. That's kind of where so, I'm at. Uh, Robert Roode, it's payback for suspension. Um, I mean, yeah, where's, <laughs> I, I'm, not to be, I'm not trying to be a jerk, but where is Robert Roode currently on the card? It doesn't make any sense for him to go he, in there he, he's and not yeah. get him, you know. Okay, the next one really bothered me Which because one you, one? you brought this guy back and you're oh, telling John me Morrison? he means nothing. Yes and no, I do feel that way. But again, I, I look at the position on the card, you know what I mean? And I say, okay, well, right now he's with The Miz feuding with uh, who? The New Day. The New Day, Okay. Okay, he beat Kofi in eight seconds. If they're all supposed to be about the same level, then it makes sense, Morrison. Not to mention the fact, Morrison, if you think about this, give me a second here. Morrison, unprepared for Brock Lesnar because he hasn't been in the company for nine years. He doesn't understand what a monster Brock has become. So the idea being he's come back, sure, and he's in great shape, and he's, you know, he's John Morrison. But he wasn't ready for this guy who wasn't there when he, well, you know, when he left, Brock Lesnar wasn't this Brock Lesnar. You know what I mean? Yeah, but you're also telling me that he, I mean, I don't think that he means nothing. I mean, he's not. I mean, guys, (laughs) he's not. I'm not trying to be a dick. He is not as important as Brock Lesnar or as as Drew McIntyre or, I mean, he's just not. Well, I I get that, but you're just saying, okay, that mid-card guy, you know, he's back and doesn't mean anything. But again, I don't think he doesn't mean anything. He just doesn't mean as much as them. This is the story we're telling. John Morrison's not getting a story out of the Rumble. He's just not. So it doesn't matter. Should have been in it. <laughs> I mean, I, I I could agree with that, but I also did. I was fine. I was like, okay. <laughs> all, right, th- all right. The next three set up a story really well. Kofi, uh, yes. Ray, Biggie. Loved it. Well done. The other, they all got their finishers in on Brock, which mm-hmm. was great. Who was starting at that point? By the way, looking a little st- Brock vaulting <laughs> off of Biggie when he was on <laughs> yeah, all fours. That was I was awesome. like, oh my god! <laughs> like, I literally screamed. I was like, what just happened? That was well done. That, that I enjoyed that. That's like I a Boeing seven forty seven coming through the air at you. That was yeah. horrifying. <laughs> I can't even imagine being Kofi in yeah, that moment. Yeah. And, and I loved it because, you know, when Biggie got there, you know, they all conferred outside. Can we yeah, do this? Yeah. And, and you're like, oh, man, they're going to do it. They're, they're going to get the revenge on him. I thought that would be the point where the ring start, started filling up. Yeah. Because yeah. they'd slow down the eliminations. But now Brock managed to eventually, but he did what Brock does and Brock smash. Yeah. You know, yeah. you leave Brock an opening, Brock smashes. Um, You know, it's a shame where Cesaro was at this point. He was next. Yeah. And again, I, I, think, I, I oh, love oh, Cesaro. What I love the swing. Would have loved the swing, but you know Brock's not doing that. Yeah. I mean, you know Brock's not doing that. Um, Shinsuke is pretty much – oh, I'm sorry, Shelton Benjamin, a little bit of fun. That was fun only because I liked that one because it was different in the sense that they brought up their their wrestling background together. We know Shelton Benjamin's the guy who beat Brock Lesnar in their NCAA days. And so it it makes sense in a a, a way if you think that, oh, hey, we're going to hug, we're pals, we know each other from the old days, and Brock's going to take a cheap way to get rid of him. You know, because – and, and it allowed, Maybe he does see Shelton as a threat. And it allowed Brock to kind of breathe a little bit. Yes. Because yes. at that point, uh, Shinsuke comes out last you know, 20 seconds. Right. You know, uh, that, that one bummed me out more than any other one simply because he's the Intercontinental Champion right yeah, now. Yeah. And those two have a history from New Japan. And I was like, he should have lasted longer. Yeah. I, I would have I replaced him with one or two people from later in the match. Yeah. Uh, MVP. You know, who I, hey, I love seeing wrong. him out there. Yeah. I love seeing him out there. I don't understand why he went around after Paul Heyman and then yeah, yeah. got himself yeah. annihilated. Like, yeah. that didn't make any sense <laughs> to me. But it was fun seeing him. It was a cool surprise. You know, next guy, and I loved it because Brock, like, Brock had the, oh, oh uh, Keith Lee. 
I loved that. I understand Keith wasn't there that long, but, but it doesn't but, matter but because they, they did it right. They, Keith if comes out right. and Brock's expression sold. He yeah. saw Keith Lee as a threat, and that's little things people got to pay attention to. Yes, the match or the the physical like interaction between them may not go how you want, but Brock's facial expression. He did. He's so good at this sometimes. His facial expression was, "Oh, s, I'm okay. This is going to be yeah, it's a little more difficult." Park, yeah, yeah. And Keith Lee comes out and gets a, a brief moment where he's overpowering Brock. I mean, he shoulder blocks him, takes the dude down, yeah. which we've all seen in big man matches. That's a big deal. Crowd popped huge for it. Yeah. What I love is that Keith's then kind of working over Brock a little bit, and all of a sudden the counter's counting down, <laughs> and I'm going in my seat. I'm going now. Give me Braun Strowman, yeah. and of course here comes Braun, and I'm like. Yeah. yeah, that's a lot of beef in this ring. You know, I'm like, this is a lot of big dudes. So he comes out, and then he works over everybody for yeah. a minute. Yeah. The big guys looked big. And then what I liked is that Keith and him started butting heads, locked up with each other, and Brock snuck over to get rid of yeah. him. Yeah. Like, he was like, Jesus, I have to take this chance. Yeah. because yeah. So that one made sense. And I was, was worried done for well. a second that he almost went with them, you know. Yes, that one went well to me. Yeah, uh, which is, is that is Keith and Braun at Mania? I mean, are they going to pull it? It could. The, pull, pull I'd be in for that match. That? I'd be down for that, yeah. You know, because Braun's capable of some crazy stuff, and Keith, we know, is capable of some crazy yeah, stuff. So yeah. I'd be in for that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Ricochet came out, um, lasted the, the entire time. Yes. Um, which, you know, was set up for Drew coming out. Now, mm-hmm. I think, he, I, I don't know. I know my pick was to eliminate Brock was Drew. I don't right. know if that was yours or not. I mean, we mentioned different remember. guys, you know. I thought uh, I said something about Drew eliminating him. Uh, but you ricochet with a low blow shot, which is the second most powerful move. But what I liked is Drew came out. It wasn't like Drew was like, oh, God, and then, yeah. then the low blow happened. to Drew came out burning holes through yeah, Brock Lesnar yeah. the second he walked out. He got in the ring, stared Brock Lesnar straight in the eyes like he was ready to go. Yeah. Low blow happened to Claymore, which, by the way, beautiful. Nice, and yeah. And then uh, he manages to, you know, he's out. And I loved him looking stared over at Lesnar yeah. over the rope, staring holes through him like intense, right? Yeah. The crowd was popping huge. Now, here's my thing. The crowd wouldn't have popped that huge if they hadn't done what they'd been doing with Lesnar in the first half of the match. Yeah, and you're absolutely right with that because you you belt up this guy who's just clearing everybody out. You know, you did two things. You made it seem like nobody could stop Brock, and I get that some people were angry about that, but that was the other part of what they were trying that to do. That was the point. They were making you angry so that that way when somebody finally ruined what Brock was doing, you would cheer for him, and you did. They bookended, and we'll get to this in, in a few minutes, they bookended Drew McIntyre perfectly in this match. Yeah. The booking on that was incredible. Now, I thought that Drew's going to be the guy, but I was waiting for because yeah. Brock was out there for a long time, and I know he was winded and whatever else because, I mean, you know, it's say what you will for guys who last, you know, 30 minutes in a Rumble match. He wrestled that, yeah. you know, for most of the time. He had the he, downtime. He was the only person active <laughs> that whole time. So, uh, so I, I can't wait for him to come back to maybe eliminate Drew. That was my initial. I pick. thought for sure it was going to happen, especially how long he hung around. Yeah, at no, ringside. I thought like, oh, he's going to wait, and then you yeah. know he's going to f five him. That's going to set up the match or whatever. Uh, but, but obviously, not, you know, not the case. Uh, you know, so other guys come out. Okay, AJ comes out. Um, you know, and then Edge, big surprise. Edge, huge surprise. Uh, it, 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 by it, that it, time, it was what? It was AJ, Drew, Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, Carl Anderson was in the Carl, ring. Yeah, and Edge comes out. The emotion on Edge's face when yeah. he walks out is – I've watched that clip ten times now because he genuinely looks like he's about to cry. And if you go to our Facebook page, yeah, um, that you have the link to the video where you can see the spare. 
that uh, Edge did because you couldn't see it there in the damn broadcast because they cut away. I know it's it's I, I appreciate them putting that up there. Yeah, because they knew they knew they screwed up. They hadn't done that before. <laughs> um, it's it, the one thing that does stink is that he comes back and immediately injures somebody. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I mean, it's it pure freak accident. It was more on AJ, I think, how he tried to sell it because he flipped. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, and he ended up separating his shoulder. Hopefully he'll be okay. They said the plan is for him to be good to go by Mania. Yeah, I, you know, when I saw, um, and I knew something was up after that because the rest were talking to him. Yeah, well, and not only that, you had Carl Anderson in there with him. Then yeah. AJ's out and Luke Gallows is in. It's like, yeah. well, wait a minute. <laughs> that doesn't make a lot of sense that AJ would be out without. And, and then I could tell he went up to Edge. Yeah. Like he probably said, uh, hey, dude, you got to throw me out now because I'm, I'm, I'm tough. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. And, he then, minute, and then 20 seconds later. Yeah. Yeah. You know, which is smart because you don't see too many audibles in, in the Rumble. Like that, but uh, yeah, this, hopefully he's all right. This was uh, Edge's Edge's return. I I had a feeling he was going to be there. Just again, we've seen all these yeah. hints and whatnot. And the rumor was really strong. You weren't buying into as much last week. I was because he had a picture of his like wrestling. No, gear I was out. buying into it last week. I, I didn't see that picture. Uh, I, I hadn't okay. seen that yet. But I, I was that convinced into, me that okay, he's showing up. I was just saying that like it was one of those things where he said he wasn't, which makes you think, okay, well he probably is because yeah. they do that all the time. Um, but you know, rumors float around. You never know what to believe. I damn sure wasn't going to buy anything about CM Punk. Um, no, never, ever, ever, ever will I buy that rumor until he actually shows up. I don't believe it. Um, I will say that somebody like Edge coming back at forty six years old gives you hope that if Punk wanted to, he still could. Yeah. Um, but Edge, first of all, he looked great. He, I appreciate not dying the beard. I appreciate yeah, that. that. Let it, let it be a little salt and pepper. I'm good yeah. with that. He looked good. He looked like he had his timing down. He was in good shape. Uh, I'm sure this isn't a long run. It's probably two, three years max. You know what I mean? If he if he gets that, um, that's a long time for him. Well, I, it, it, it just depends on how often he's performing. From what yeah. I, from at least rumor and innuendo is that his contract is for a few big matches a year and a few you know TV stuff to go along with. That. Well, he doesn't need to be on TV every week. No, no, he doesn't. Well, and it's like, again, yeah. this this can be like a, a, a Shawn Michaels schedule where yeah. he can wrestle at the big events and maybe one or two other shows. Well, they do have a show in Saudi Arabia coming up. Oh, I'm sure he'll be there. No, I'm, uh, in a, I'm, well, I'm well, sure. Well, they do have the injury angle now because you got the concerto. Yeah. You know, and that you can keep him off TV Which, for by the way, done beautifully. Yeah, even the turn because... That crowd th- yeah. <laughs> hated Randy Orton by the end of Monday Night Raw. Yeah, yeah. And, I, dude... It has been so long since I've seen a genuine reaction like that from a crowd. With I mean, ye- oh my god, it was so good. It was so. If you haven't watched it, go watch it now. In the Rumble match, they teased some dissension between them after them working together on Monday. They the Edge cuts an ama- a, a great promo, just that from the heart promo, right? Yeah. Randy comes out and he cuts a good promo about Edge being a guy who helped him out and this, that, and the other thing. And then the turn is so well done. In and everything in Randy's movements and his his mannerisms, oh, yeah, Edge sells it beautifully. It, it it's so well done. That's one of the best turn type things, or you know, whatever you want to call it, shocking moments, yeah, of 2020 already. You know what I mean? It's it, Edge's return and that. You know, the very next That's night, well done. Uh, Matt Riddle lasts 41 seconds in the match, but the story is he had a confrontation with Brock backstage yeah, earlier, yeah. A, a verbal confrontation. Where Brock basically said to him, "Hey, you better stop mentioning my name because it's never going to happen." Because yeah. Riddle has said over and over how he wants a match with Brock, and he wants to be the guy to retire Brock, and yada yada yada. Um, Sorry, man. Uh, if I'm Riddle, 
I look at this a couple of ways. One, it's clearly starting to bother Brock. You know <laughs> what I mean? Two, bothering Brock while you know sometimes getting the guy's attention can be a good thing. I would say that guys like Brock are not that guy because I would believe you will be punished for it. Yeah. You know what I mean? If Brock says, you know, if Brock starts throwing a fit about you, there's a problem. Um, At least while Vince McMahon is in charge. It's kind of funny because he he comes out to a a nice pop. Oh, great pop. Yeah, people People are loving it. And also King Carver goes, whoop. Yeah. Gone. I was bummed because he only got to throw a couple of kicks, really, and then he yeah. was out. I was like, oh, he didn't really get to show any of his offense. But Okay, so you mentioned the Brock thing. But then, but then back at SummerSlam was the um, Goldberg thing. The Goldberg thing. Which, which really seemed to blow over. That. I mean, well, no, I say blow over. He's playing into that now. Yeah. Because his finisher is a, is a jackhammer now. I mean, he's that's that's a thing. Um, I think he stands a much better chance of getting a match with Goldberg than he does with Brock Lesnar at this point. Because I think Brock's yeah. pretty much decided he's not working with him. Um, and Brock's only going to work who Brock wants to work. Yeah. Uh, I would like to uh, riddle. On the one hand, I admire a guy who will say how he feels and will will speak up and, and challenge the, the status quo and the, the ladder and the pecking order because he's looking to make a name and he's looking to move up the ladder. I, I do respect that. But at the same time, you got to stop and think, dude, you got, you've got to be smart. But, because it's not always a good idea. But this was the same stuff that got him in trouble in the UFC. I mean, Dana White, not a Matt Riddle fan in any stretch no, of No, no. <laughs> but Dana White's not a fan of anybody who questions Dana White. Yeah, or a, can't make him money. Yeah. I, I, I'm not the biggest Dana White fan, to be perfectly honest. I, I'm a huge UFC fan, you know that. But I am not the biggest Dana White fan. Um, in any event, Riddle, he's a talented guy. I think sometimes he needs to get out of his own way. That's yeah. that's my opinion on him. It was a bummer he got eliminated so fast. But then we get down to, well, yeah, uh, you know, we, uh, Owens, uh, Alistair Black comes out, Samoa Joe. They all Seth have their Rollins. moments. Uh, Seth Rollins, by the way, you know, did not come alone. Loved it, by the way, how Which he comes out very there. With, that's so good, yeah. so good. Waiting for that because that watching that was like very AEW like. You know what I mean? Like when a guy comes out, he's like, "Well, I'm gonna bring everybody with me." Yeah, just you know. But it, it worked. It worked very well. It made it sense. He would and do that. And the crowd hated it. The crowd hated it. And then the baby faces who got eliminated. Yeah, uh, Alistair Black, Kevin Owens, you know, Samoa Joe. Yeah. Uh, uh, I can't remember who the other one was, but start beating up his health. Yeah. <laughs> and so all of a sudden he's left by himself in the ring. And I, I, I will say I loved the moment where he's like telling Roman, come on. Blah, blah, yeah, blah, yeah. Blah. And I was like, no, they can't do that again. They're right. Like, yeah. And then Roman doesn't do it and blah, blah, blah. And it ends up with Seth getting eliminated. I was cool with that. Yeah. And then it's down yeah. to, you see it towards the end. It's, it's Roman. It's Drew McIntyre. It's edge Norton. and Orton. Edge gets rid of Orton yeah. after Orton teased betraying yeah. him. Which is funny because I like Orton's reaction afterwards. Like, yeah. Because he thought about coming back. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Know. Well, he had it coming because he <laughs> was about to do it to Edge. Edge just caught him. Yeah. Edge looked great. Lasted yeah. him there as long, for all that time. He looked good. Um, I, I enjoyed the drama between him and, and Roman. Yeah. But he and this, is, and this is where I'm going to get into this. This is where I loved this so much. The booking here was amazing because – Edge was the feel-good comeback story. Yeah. Right? He's in there with Roman, who they know people will boo out of the building if he wins this match. Yeah. So what do they do? They have Roman eliminate the feel-good comeback story. Smart move. Smart. Incredibly smart. So the fans are angry at Roman. I mean, they're furious. And then what happens? The guy who saved them earlier from the guy who made them mad, Drew McIntyre, Comes back and does it again. Not only does he stop Roman Reigns from winning another Rumble, which 
there was a concern. Yeah, there was, because that was my pick. Yeah. yeah. Not only does he stop Roman Reigns from winning another Rumble, but he avenges the fact that Edge just got eliminated by this guy. Yeah. So he plays on the crowd like that twice. Perfect, perfect booking for Drew McIntyre. And Drew McIntyre didn't spend you know 20 minutes in the back after getting hurt. No, like no, no. He, he, there was not a lot of He was He was involved in the match, yeah. which was good. I'm, I'm so tired of that happening with the match winners. Uh, that's been a crutch they've leaned on a lot over the last several years. And I'm very happy it didn't happen this yeah. time. Yeah. So, Roman looked. Um, um, Drew looked good. He had a genuine moment. You could tell he was he was a little emotional when it first happened, yeah. and uh, the crowd yeah, hot it. for it. Loved it. So you know what? As far as Royal Rumble goes, Royal Rumbles go. This might have been one of the better Rumble shows overall in a long time. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree with you. Uh, overall. Uh, Great show, both yes. Rumbles. We're out best women's Rumble we've mm-hmm. had, probably the best men's one we've had in a while. I think I'll, pro- I, if I had to grade this show, I'd probably give the Rumble a nine. I agree with you. Because I think, I think, you know, one or two things you could have done differently. Yeah. Yeah. But overall, an enjoyable experience from beginning to end. That, that's what you want because people might complain, oh, it's too predictable. Oh, you know, uh, you know, this person wins again. I don't mind yeah. if that person was winning as long as you tell me the good story. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, that that's that's the part because wrestling is predictable. I yes. mean, yeah, because I think I predicted Charlotte. It's you, so, you it's predicted so, Drew, and it's yeah. like, okay, well, these guys are going to win. But it's soap you, opera. You gave me the story to you get know what there. I mean? Yeah, if you can tell me a compelling story, like we look at soap operas from the outside because we're not soap opera fans. We look at soap operas from the outside and we're like, ugh. Yeah. Like, how do you watch this crap? But people look at wrestling from the outside and say the same thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. But it's just if you find a way to connect with your audience and tell them a story, they it, they don't mind that they know where the story is going. I mean, how many times in our lives have we read books or or read, you know, watched movies or whatever, and you know what's going to happen? Yeah, you know, you, you know, the good guy is going to win in the movie yeah. or whatever most of the time. I mean, know? these Marvel movies, we, we they follow a formula almost to a T every yeah. time. The one exception to that being the most recent stuff with you know Thanos and everything that was a little different because it wasn't setting anything uh, up. Yeah. Um, I'm not spoiling anything. I'm just saying. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But it's like. But people still went and saw them, and they broke records constantly yeah. because they found a way to connect with their audience and tell the story, even though you know what's going to happen at it, the it, end. It's, it's entertaining. You know? Yes, that, that's and what that's we want. the key. You want to be entertained. The drama needs to be there, but I just want to be entertained. So so now we got you know Drew, Brock, Mania confirmed. So good we for got that. that. Which is good. good. It's that. somebody different because uh, there's that many guys left on the roster other than the Kevin Owens who's not in that spot right now. And right. That's I'm good. I'm good about with it. it. So, I'm good with it. Um, yeah. So we got what three matches? I guess Orton Edge for Mania. I, I guess Shayna and Becky. I mean, unless well, I wouldn't say that for back. sure yet. I'd, I'd say for right now, we only know two for a fact. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah. would be Edge and Orton, and, and, and um, Brock and Brock and uh, Drew. Yeah. Those would be the only ones. Those those would be the only ones I would say for sure. I'm sure Kevin Owens and Samoa Joe will somehow be involved with Seth Rollins and their guys. Yeah, fight for the um, tag team champion. Which means it, it'll yeah, probably just... end up being some kind of five on five. It'll be AOP and oh, was yeah or it, four on four. I'm sorry, well, AOP Drew Matt. Uh, AOP, Buddy Murphy, and Seth Rollins versus Kevin Owens, Samoa Joe, and the Viking Raiders or something like that. Yeah. They might swap out the Viking Raiders for like Aleister Black and Ricochet or, you know, something along those lines. Exactly. Unless there's one other person that goes here. Which, by the way, I was reading something earlier that said the decision to make Drew the winner of the Rumble was just made days before the Rumble. Yeah. And they said up until that point it was Aleister Black. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. They said up until that point it was Aleister Black who was going to win. And I'm like, Wow. Wow, they were ready to go with Alistair. 
Like they must really be high on that dude because wow. he hasn't done a whole lot. Well, this I, last I, he's year. definitely a Heyman guy. I mean, just, oh for sure, you know. for sure. But I I could see Drew being an easy sell because Vince has always yeah, liked him. Yeah, yeah, and, and you know what? And you have I mean Drew's been there, known entity. You know who just never had the chance. It's works. I went back and watched yeah. some of the old Rumbles where he's like the Intercontinental Champion. You know, and it's just really weird. They're like, oh yeah, like this was like ten years ago. Yeah. And, and the fact that after he won. Where Michael Cole said he was fired from the company, which was true. But the fact that they said that was like, wow. Yeah. You, you know, they're trying to get the sympathetic, you know, build on this guy. But and you kind of lean that way because after a couple of weeks ago, you said, well, Drew's going to probably be the guy because mm-hmm. you know because like because WWE has the time of you know putting the towel in, into place where it's like, okay, this happened, and then immediately afterwards, oh, here's this guy that's going to do something because you're still watching, and it's like, well, that guy looked really good. And they just talked about the Rumble. They talked about this. It's mm-hmm. They have a habit of doing that sometimes where they tip their hand with certain people, you know. Yeah, In any event. But, yeah, great show. Great show. If you haven't seen it, go out of your way to see it. And let us know what you thought. ESPR at FM99.com. We want to hear from you guys. And, of course, if you want to interact with us at Facebook.com slash ESPR99. And on the Twitter at ESPR99. Uh, again, if you find us in your podcasting apps, please subscribe. Give us a five-star rating and a review. We greatly appreciate it. Tell your friends. Share the episode. It helps us out. And we love you for it. Until next week on episode 133. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be next week. Uh, We'll be back. Make sure you eat, sleep, podcast, and repeat.